All right, welcome back to Real Mistakes on Lake Podcast. I am your host, Jake Ramke. Alongside me, as usual, my co-host, Mr. Kurt Mariola. How are you doing, Kurt? I'm doing great. How are you tonight, Jake? I'm all right. So, uh, just before we get into everything, I just want to come on, uh, not come on, because we're already on, just kind of recap. We uh, had a couple weeks off, because we uh, we are currently, you know, coaches on a football team, and we were too busy preparing for the championship game, which we went and won. So that's why we haven't been able to uh, record recently, and then also I was kind of out of town for a week there, so um, haven't been able to record for a minute. But glad to be back, and glad to get back on our um, the, the role here. Um, I do have some news: Donovan will be back to record either Thanksgiving or Christmas break. Nice, nice. So um, if you want to come out and be a third on that one, you can. If not, it can be me and Donovan for the reunion again. Um, I'm, I'm pushing for Thanksgiving and Christmas breaks for him just because I know our listeners probably miss him too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just the filling guy. It doesn't really hurt me at all. I don't really care. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I'm glad you took on this role cause I needed yeah. it. Um, because as you know, I don't do them by myself. Um, so anyway, with that being said, we're going to jump right into the action. We got a lot to cover over our last couple weeks. Um, starting off with college football, there were some big upsets. Um, you know, you had um, Iowa um, beating Penn State, Penn State losing to Illinois in nine overtimes, and uh, Penn State losing to Ohio State this last week. You had Alabama lose to Texas A&M. You had um, Oregon lose to Stanford. Uh, Michigan just lost to Michigan State. Um, just a lot of big upsets yeah. recently, and uh, we love to see it. Love to see the upsets. Um, but what we are going to cover is the college football playoff rankings came out last night. Um, now, a lot of people are shocked by this. Me being the Alabama fan I am, I am very shocked at where we were placed. Um, I don't think we're even deserving of that. But So we're going to go over them here. We're going to start from 25 and go down. Um, 25 is Pittsburgh. 24 is San Diego State, 23 is Fresno State, 22 Iowa, 21 Wisconsin, 20 Minnesota. Um, right there, I don't. Uh, we're we're missing Penn State. I don't think they should have been knocked out, but you know what they were, and we're missing Coastal Carolina. But that just goes to show that the committee does not like the small market schools. No. Um, let's go to 19 to 15. Here we got NC State at 19, Kentucky. At 18, Mississippi State at 17. That one shocked me. I, w- I did not expect the three-loss Mississippi State to get in there. Um, 16, Ole Miss. 15, BYU. Any surprises in that one other than Mississippi State? Not, not really. <clears throat> you know, BYU is still a pretty decent team. Right. Um, but kind of shocked with, you know, Baylor being where they are. I thought they would have moved up a little bit more. Oh, we're going to get to that. So yeah. um, going down to the 10 here, we got... A&M at 14, Auburn, fuck them, at 13, Baylor at 12, 11, Oklahoma State, and 10, Notre Dame. So you, you think Baylor should be higher than they are? A little bit higher, honestly. I don't, in my opinion, I'm not really giving Wake Forest a whole lot. They haven't been that great over the last couple years. And to me, it hap- it's always happens one year where one team will just come out of nowhere and just shine, be right. undefeated. But then next season, they turn to be back to where they normally were. Right. Well, we're, we're going to get to that, too. Um, wait for the, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the whatchamacallit. So, um, personally, I think Baylor and Oklahoma State is going to be interesting because I believe they still have yet to play. Um, I mean, also, I believe Oklahoma still has to play uh, Baylor, too. They have to play Baylor and Oklahoma State. Yes. Bedlam hasn't been played yet. Let me double-check here. I believe that they have um, not played yet. Let's double-check your scores. No, they have. Oklahoma State did. That was Baylor's only loss of the year. So Baylor's remaining schedule is TCU, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Texas Tech. With the way Oklahoma's been playing, they might lose that game to Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got Oklahoma State. Their remaining is... West Virginia, TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma. So Oklahoma could come out of the come out with two losses, and that would solidify them as not being in the top ten. No, not at all. So let's move from um, ten down to seven. All right. So at ten, Notre Dame. Nine, Wake Forest. At eight, no. 
The 9-0 Oklahoma Sooners are at 8. 7-1 Michigan Wolverines are at number 7. Okay? So, once we clear out these full this full top 10, I will um, give my thoughts on what it should be. But, um, I mean, I think those teams are... I think Oklahoma is perfectly placed. I don't. I don't yeah. think that they're. To me, Oklahoma, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but who have they really faced this year? And when they had faced, what was it, Tulane? They almost lost to Tulane. They yeah. almost lost. Like how they almost can lost you... to Texas. They they should not be no. this good. But that switch with Caleb Williams could change it. Who knows? Um, so we're gonna roll in here to the top six, including the first two out. All right. What do you think? Should we go six to one or one to six? Let's go one to six. All right, one to I six. I think one to six is fair enough tonight. So, all right, well, at number one, no surprise here, is the Georgia Bulldogs sitting at eight. No, they look unstoppable. Nobody's touched them yet. Um, their biggest challenge is coming up in the SEC championship game, and that's against Alabama. Um, sitting at number two, the my surprise here, the Alabama Crimson Tide, seven to one. I mean, I don't think we deserve to be ranked there, but I mean. I'll cover that and what I think it should be. Seeing at number three, undefeated Michigan State. Up until they play Ohio State, they will be the number three team. Number four, Oregon. That wouldn't shock me. At five, we have Ohio State, and six, we have Cincy. All right? So the, the way I see it here, um, and I, I, te- I texted you this. Yeah. Um, let me find it again here. The – it should – in my opinion, it should be Georgia 1, Michigan State 2, Bama or Ohio State at 3, Cincinnati at 4. Then Ohio State or Bama at 5, uh, or no, at 4. Yeah, Wake Forest at 5. Hold on, what did I screw up here? Hold on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. No, Ohio State, Alabama at 5, Wake Forest at 6. Oklahoma at 7, Oregon at 8, Notre Dame at 9, and Michigan at 10. That's what I think it should be, but obviously, you know, college football playoff is... I, I think what they're doing is they're not punishing the one-loss teams as much as they normally have mm-hmm. in the past times, just so those smaller markets don't get in because of the money, which is shitty because Cincinnati deserves the utmost... They respect do. and know, the ability the, to compete. With the last, you know, two years of them playing, and they have been fighting. And, and they've fighting. been top ten the last two years. And they have. And that win over Notre Dame, to me, solidifies them in they, the playoffs regardless. They control their own destiny right now. Yeah. So, as long as they win out. But what well, okay. What could happen here? The, what, if, here's what if Georgia beats Alabama? Here's what will happen. If Georgia beats Bama, right? Bama drops out. They're not going to be in the playoffs. Then Michigan State loses. They're going to drop back. That opens the door for it to be Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Michigan State. Still not sitting there with that at all. No, you know what? They might jump out. Oregon would be in. So it would be Ohio State. It would be Georgia, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati. All right? So that means Cincinnati, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon. Right? Now, if Bama beats Georgia, that top five is not – or that top four is not changing. Regardless of Michigan State losing, then then there will be a change possibly. But with <clears throat> if Alabama goes in the SEC championship game and beats Georgia, they're all but certain to both be in the um, in the playoff. Um, I know you texted me and said that your your top four should be a little bit different. You want to yep. cover on what that was? You know, <clears throat> I kind of switched it up a little bit more. You know, because I've been thinking about what happens if. Michigan State loses to Ohio State. What happens if Bama somehow could pretend? I'm not saying they will. I don't think it will happen. But what if they even lost to Auburn the last game of the year? Well, going on the uh, the every or the Auburn losses, thirteen, right? Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. They lost in 17, 18, mm-hmm. 19, 20. Guess what year it is? 21. 21. How many years is that in between? Four. Yep. Every four years, Auburn beats Alabama. If Auburn beats Alabama, you know who goes to the SEC championship game? A&M 
most likely, and Georgia. Yeah. In which Georgia is going to destroy it. Oh my God. And I will put see this way my top four. If and now I'm just now count, you know I'm counting in my head like who could lose, what could happen. It, this is how it's going to go. You're the way I'm going to tell you this. You're probably not going to agree, but this is putting in all the losses and from what we're going to see on the outcome of what's going to happen when all the games are with after the championship games. Right. My number one seed is regardless will be Georgia, win or lose, they're going to win out. If they lose the championship game, they will not be number one. That's the only thing. They will drop to three or four. I think Georgia's going to win out regardless. I'm just saying, if they lose the championship game, they will not be number As one. Of right, it will be I'll tell you right now. Right now, Georgia's going to the playoffs no matter what. Yeah. I truly think Alabama's going to lose to Auburn now. That's going to take After Alabama. I just opened your mind. That's just going to take Alabama right out of the playoffs. Ohio State, if they beat Michigan State, a convincing victory, at least by 10 or more, and they don't struggle like they did against Penn State, Michigan State's out. That leaves Ohio State. I think Oregon's going to potentially win out, or they could lose. They're going to win out. They're... There could be a trap game like we... There could be, but I doubt it. What happened with Illinois and Penn State? That was a trap game for... And it that was. was a shocking one to see. So, times. my convincing is, Ohio State wins out, all convincing victories. Georgia, number one. You got to think who they got left. Nebraska. I don't Michigan know. State, Michigan. Purdue. And Purdue. If who, we all have... Who in that could they lose to? Michigan State. Purdue. No, Purdue. You think they could lose to yes, Purdue? Yes, because we always overestimate Purdue all the time. Oh, yeah. Always. So, here it is. Georgia would be number one. Now, you're, So, you're counting them to beat Alabama in the playoff, or in the championship. Okay. I'm putting Ohio State at number two. Now, this, like I said, this is counting like losses and everything. Number three, Cincinnati. And my number four spot, if they can make a massive jump, if they would win out, would be... Baylor or Wake Forest. Baylor won't jump. Only the reason only... why I say if they do Baylor that. Baylor could. If they if they if could they... win out and beat Oklahoma yep. reasonably, they could jump up there. I don't see them getting in the playoff. The only one I see getting into the playoff would possibly be Wake Forest. Uh, now, you know, I just, I don't, I don't see that though. I don't see it either, but that's just like a prediction. Like it's been sitting with me for you know, since last night, that it may happen. You don't know. It could. Right. But that's what I'm going to go with. I know it's not going to happen. So my regular top four would be Georgia, Ohio State. I'm putting Cincinnati regardless. I don't care at number three because I want to see Ohio State and Cincinnati. I truly think Cincinnati would upset Ohio State. I would love to see. It would be a close game. I would love to see that number four spot be Michigan State and not Oregon. I want to see if Georgia and Michigan State go at it. That would make one hell of a national championship game against either Cincinnati and Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan State, or Georgia and Ohio State. I, w- I would personally like to see Michigan State, Cincinnati. But um, So <clears throat> me and Donovan were chit-chatting last night, mm-hmm. like we do. And we do our, every year, our what would happen if it was an 18 bracket. Oof. So, with looking at it, the, Jesus... The um, the two playoff games this year are the Peach and the Cotton Bowl. Yes. So let's keep it that way. All right. Mm-hmm. So Peach and Cotton Bowl in the, in the so in the quarterfinals you would have Georgia versus Oklahoma. So you would throw that into the Orange Bowl. Alabama Michigan that would be played in the Sugar Bowl. That's a blowout. Just hold on. Oregon Ohio State would end up being played in the Rose Bowl. Michigan State Cincinnati would get. The Fiesta Bowl, right? So, this was my prediction. Your final four in that would be Ohio State over Oregon, Bama over Michigan, Georgia over Oklahoma, and Cincy over Michigan State, which would put the Peach Bowl as Georgia-Cincinnati and the um, Cotton as Alabama-Ohio State. Um, With how these offenses are rolling, it would be Alabama-Georgia all over again. But, um, you know, that's, that's with these rankings right now. Obviously, yeah. we are, you know, way too early. Way too early, but we do, we do this in the summertime too. It's okay. So you know, it that's just how how it would look if we had eight teams this year as of this ranking now. Um, 
but yeah, so I mean, I'm excited for the rest of the year to see how it plays out, you know. Um, all right, let's move on to some professional football here. The National Fucker League. Um, we got a lot to cover, actually. So let's start off with the trades here. Um, in the NFL, Von Miller was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and a third round pick. What do you think about that? It's a good trade, but, you know, the Rams have just turned to be even more deadlier on that defensive side. Yes. As of right now, I know the Rams lost to the Cardinals back early in the year, but I think the Rams are a whole different team. They are. I think it, the Rams could be going to the Super Bowl this year. And I, think I see it. This could be Stafford's year to win it. I believe it. So then we also got um, the Pittsburgh Steelers sent – Outside linebacker Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs, um, and that was for another pick, I believe. I believe it was um, for a six-round pick. Yeah. He he wanted out, so they granted that, which is completely understandable. Um, I, you know, nothing, nothing surprised me there. We got um, Texans traded defensive end Charles Omiu to the San Francisco 49ers. Um which was also for a couple picks. So that's good for the for them. Um, they got a... I uh, didn't even say. Um, then the Jets got um, Chiefs guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, and they sent tight end Dan Brown to the Chiefs. So that's a good move for both sides. Dan Brown's a veteran tight end. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, you know, nothing, nothing wrong there. And then you got... Eagles got cornerback Kerry Vincent Jr. from the Broncos for a sixth round, which he was a seventh-round pick out of LSU. So to basically recap the whole two weeks in the trade deadline, you had C.J. Henderson to the Panthers, Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers, Zach Ertz to the Cardinals, Kenny Young to the Broncos, Joe Flacco to the Jets, Mark Ingram to the Saints, Von Miller to the Rams, Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs, Charles O'Meal to the 49ers, and... Uh, Duvernay Tardif to the Jets and Dan Brown to the Chiefs. So it's pretty, it was pretty good, you know, trade deadline. Yeah, but it was okay. I mean, it I wish it, there were some more moves for Cleveland area. I I do too. Um, Packers also released linebacker Jalen Smith. Um, surprisingly, so now let's get into the stuff that we missed. The Arizona Cardinals are no longer undefeated. They after beating the Browns in Cleveland, they go on to lose to the Packers. On Monday night, Thursday night, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Um, the Lions are still unbeaten, or not unbeaten. They are still beaten. They are zero and eight. Um, Mike White started for the Jets in place of Zach Wilson, who was out Ooh. with an injury. Mike White threw for four hundred and five yards and three touchdowns and two interceptions in his NFL first career start. When I tell you that's an impressive first start, that's an impressive first start. I think they're going to take second thoughts about who's the starter when Wilson gets healthy. It's still Wilson. Um, but, and that was against a Cincinnati team. Yeah. A good Cincinnati team, who is now 5-2. and two. Um, Other than that, not many. No, they're 5-2. and two. Okay. Are they 5-3? They I thought they were 5. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're 5-3. Oh. and three. Because Baltimore and yeah, Cincinnati and were tied at 5-2 and two last week, going into this week. Yeah, they're 5-2. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, anyway, um, before we touch on our Browns, hmm. let's take a look at the uh, upcoming games. We've got the Jets-Colts tomorrow on Thursday Night Football. Both teams coming in with subpar records. Browns-Bengals, uh, the 4-4 four four Browns versus the 5-3 Bengals. Yeah, it is 5-3. On Sunday, then we got the Falcons-Saints, the Broncos-Cowboys, the Jets, uh, Texans-Dolphins, that's just going to be a terrible game. Uh, the Raiders-Giants, the Pats-Panthers, both sitting there 4-4. Four four. Bills-Jags, Vikings-Ravens, Chargers-Eagles, Packers-Chiefs, Cardinals-Niners, Titans-Rams, and on Monday Night Football, we got the Bears and the Steelers. That's a, just an awful Monday Night game. Um, Sunday Night is the Titans-Rams. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit burps, assholes going to that game. <laughs> so, um, oh, I forgot to touch on um, Aaron Rodgers is out this yeah, week with COVID. He's on the COVID protocol. There goes my quarterback. Um, Derrick Henry suffered a season-ending injury for the Titans. They've now signed Adrian Peterson to their active roster. Old ass. The um, Panthers have designated 
Uh, Chris McCaffrey for return. The Dolphins are still not keen on Tua as their quarterback. And Jameis Winston tore his ACL and partially torn MCL and is out for the year, putting Taysom Hill as their starting quarterback now. But, it, you know what? We're at the midpoint. This goes to show, can Taysom be the starting quarterback next year? Yeah. Um, so, let's touch on the Browns. They've had very subpar performances. Yeah. Um, dating back to, I believe we last talked at the Vikings game, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, the Vikings game. So, they, they ended up losing to the Chargers in a very close game that should not have been as close. There were a couple drop passes by OBJ. There were some just bad officiating calls. I mean, it was just all over the place. Um, they end up coming back and losing to the Cardinals 37-14. to Cream Hunt got injured in that game and is on IR. They come back on Thursday night football in a short week to beat the Broncos 17-14 to with Case Keenum as a starter because Baker Mayfield has a torn labrum and they sat him for that game. And then on Sunday, the Browns played their most hated rival in the Pittsburgh Steelers and should have very well won that game with flying colors. But OBJ dropped too many passes. You had Jarvis catch a pass and fumble it and had a couple drops. There was just bad play all Hooper around. Hooper on the 4th and 12, what right into his chest, and he dropped it. Yep. If we if Hooper would have caught that, Browns were going to win no matter what. Exactly. He's... So they ended up losing 15-10. to 10. But we did. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't call it funny because it's not good to see any player injured. But the Steelers decided they were going to go for a fake field goal. <laughs> Our defensive oh. end decides to, after Chris Boswell throws the pass, he got plummeted to the ground and was visibly shaken up, taken back to the locker room, and it's now in concussion protocol. So they had to go for two for the remainder of the game, um, which is ultimately what also killed us. So, yeah, that was very intriguing I'll, to I'll watch. be real with you. It was fun being at the game. I believe it. Because when they went, because, you know, we're, cause we're in the dog pound with the tickets, so. Right. You know, when Boswell got his ass head rung, it was probably the funniest thing because it happened to Pittsburgh. And we, we hate Pittsburgh. so We, we started, hate Pittsburgh, but we don't like to see players injured. I hate to see it, but we I was making fun of him. I started the whole chant going. I believe that. Um, just because he was a kicker, so I was, you know, call him some unfair names I shouldn't have. But everybody was following along with me. We were having fun with it. But at the end of the day, that was probably one of the rowdiest Pittsburgh games I've ever been to in Cleveland. I believe it. I seen three fights in the dog pound. And a Pittsburgh Steelers guy got his head smashed into a wall after the game. Nice. Awesome um, to see. So let's touch on the Browns right now. There's a lot of turmoil going on in this locker room. Um, it's a lot of bullshit. It is. So... Basically, with the trade deadline going, we weren't sure if OBJ was going to be traded after how he played in that game. Um, after Baker got a crucial first down by running and putting his body in line, getting shoved down, landing on his bad shoulder, rolling over, grimacing in pain, getting up, and then you know, celebrating that he was okay and going, OBJ just kind of stood there, and the body language a little rough. Then, on the trade deadline yesterday, you had OBJ's father posting on YouTube, and he was highlighting all the passes that OBJ has dropped, but blamed it on Baker Mayfield, um, in which that was basically the headline. OBJ was never traded. Um, the Saints did inquire about him, but they couldn't um, meet on a price or a deal, so that never went through. But basically what happened today was they came back to practice, and everyone wanted to know about the OBJ thing. So Baker was the last to speak to the media after practice. Um but OBJ showed up to practice and was excused from practice and is now currently not with the team. So meaning he is either going to be released in the next week or he's, we're just going to pay him to do nothing. I think we're just going to pay him to do nothing because regardless you still have to pay him that $15.75 million. But... No, you don't. No? If you release him, the rest of that team has to uh, take on most of that salary. I'll be real with you. If Cleveland releases him, he won't be with another team. I don't think Las Vegas and the Saints want him. I don't know. And we'll touch on why Las Vegas wants him. Um, So the Saints want him because Michael Thomas is now out for the rest of the year. So I've been saying 
you got to trade Michael Thomas. If he doesn't want to play there, he's going to get that surgery, and that's what he did. Yes. So, um, touching on what Stefanski said, he was asked about it, and he turned it to just talking about practice. The um, Baker Mayfield then said he hasn't heard from OBJ since the game, and then also that, you know, asked about the video, you know, when saying you have a star like that on your team, it's hard not to give him the ball every play. And that um, that's, you know, just asinine, basically. And then followed by he wants to make it work, so he wants to um, he, he'll put his ego and his everything aside to make it work, which makes sense because that his, basically his presser sounded like a true leader he should be. Yes. But here's the deal. We get to see Baker without OBJ on the field. In this next game. I'll be real with you. And he's going to do 10 times better, don't you think? Yes. Baker, to me, has always been better without OBJ. I don't know why. It's just when Baker... He tries to force it. To me, when Baker hits Landry without OBJ on that field, it feels like our offense is flawless. We're moving the ball. We're running the ball. But when OBJ plays, he plays with that body language that's like... You know, when we're running the ball and you know, OBJ is supposed to be blocking up the field, you know, helping Chubb or helping Johnson, like in Sunday's game, Chubb couldn't go anywhere at no. all. He I, got those few breakaways. I think we were but, missing Hunt a lot in that game, yes. and that didn't help. Um, so let's just kind of stray away from the, the terminal going on here, Browns. Um, we do have some sad news. Um, yesterday morning, Henry Ruggs third from um, – the Las Vegas Raiders went. The, he was out drinking and decided he was going to drive home. Very intoxicated. Um, he was traveling at 156 miles per hour, and it's just ridiculous. crashed and hit somebody. And at time of collision, he was going 127. Um, he ended up killing a young lady and her dog, and is now officially been released from the Raiders. And is facing legal action at the moment. Um, he was booked last night. I don't know if he's out. I assume he posted bail because he, you know, is a millionaire. But um, it's just, you know, that's very sad to hear. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to their family. Um, you know, I mean, he made a stupid decision. Uh, and, and the thing is, the NFL has a system. All you got to do is call a number. And there two people will show up. One to drive you home and one to drive your car home. Yeah. For every personnel player. You know, and for me to say that, you know, he had a future in the NFL. He ruined he it. Did. Yep. He's done. The, he no, was, yeah, he was never going to play down in the NFL again. Truly, I'm not trying to be a dick towards him. I know he's a millionaire. I honestly hope he serves a lot of jail time for what he did. I, so, in Las Vegas, it's not considered vehicular manslaughter. It's a DUI with a death. Yeah. So, I'm not exactly sure how that all goes on. If he doesn't get jail time... Oh, he'll get jail time. I'm just saying, he's, he doesn't... I think it's 2 to 20 years is what the... Well, he needs to start the fool. Because how are you going to be drunk going at heart? I don't care who you are. No. It, it needs to be... you got to press it down to the metal here. And this is what the court's got to do. You have to put him in for 20 years. That's how I feel about it. That was a bad... Bad time to use that analogy. Put the pedal to the metal. It's all right. Um, I was on Twitter, and the um, the Raiders had posted a while back a picture of him on a golf cart, and it was something about, like, Speedy or something, and people were <laughs> tweeting that, and then um, How did there you, were a couple other things. Did which, you see that NFL meme? I'm sure I did. It he, was about him and Alcatraz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brady throwing Yeah, the obviously, <laughs> you know, dark humor is great, but... We're going to keep that off this podcast for right yeah, now. Um, like I said, thoughts and prayers go out to that family, um, you know, and it just, it, it sucks for him. Yes. It, it sucks to him, but, or it sucks for him and that family because <laughs> there is no reason it should have happened. You know, it, it, if you are drunk, don't drive home. No. Just call an Uber. Call. You can always, if you're at the bar, you can tell the bar, hey, I'm too drunk to drive. I'm going to leave my car here and pick it up in the morning. They most likely are... Nine times out of ten, we'll say that's fine. Because yes. they'd rather not have that happen. So, but, you know, he... He made, he made, he made the mistake. decision, yep. but 
I hope the God he learns off it and knows that his NFL career yeah, has he been won't be, shattered. He will not be back. And it sucks for the Raiders because like, they're such a good quality team. I let's like what they get. Let's talk about the Raiders for a minute. Number one, you lose Gruden. <laughs> Number one, Gruden's emails come out. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, John Gruden has <laughs> resigned from the head coach of the Raiders because of emails that came out between him and um, a Washington football team executive where he um, called out the Rams for drafting Michael Sam because he was gay, but he said um, something about being a queer and you're drafting a queer, something like that, you know, offensive term. Um he was talking about a African-American player and said his lips look like Michelin tires. Um, and there were a couple other things. Um, so, yeah, he was resigned, or he resigned, and the defensive coordinator took over. Um, so now you've lost him, your star wide receiver, and wasn't there another one that was something happened? I don't know. I don't care. I think they lost a lineman or something. I, I believe it was somebody on Pittsburgh defense. They lost somebody, but it was a key player. Yeah. So, but but it makes sense that he resigned because think about it. Most of his, a good portion of his team is black. He has the only NFL openly gay player on his team. So right there, why would you want to play for a guy who called one of your community members a queer and said that this dude's got lips as big as Michelin tires or look like Michelin tires? Like, that's... That's just not right. Um, so anyway, we're going to move on here. We got some MLB news. So while we were not recording, a lot went on. We had the American League Championship Series was the Red Sox versus the Astros. The Astros ended up winning that. And then the Braves ended up playing the um, – who did they play? Dodgers. Yes, they played the Dodgers. The Braves ended up winning that series as well, so we ended up having the Braves-Astros. So, going into that, we had Game 1 of the World Series on Tuesday, October 26, where the Braves came out one 6-2 in Houston, so that put them up one to nothing. Game 2 on the 27th, you had the Astros winning 7-2, so then that took the series back to Atlanta, in which Atlanta won 2 to nothing yeah, on Friday, October 29th. On Saturday, October 30th, the Braves also won 3 to 2, which put them up 3 to 1. We had a travel uh, then on Sunday, October 31st, we had back in Houston, the Braves went up and won 9 to 5. Now let's come back to yesterday. Game 5. Game 6, sorry. The Braves were up 3 to 2. They go in and they were they're playing pretty good. Um, and then the what is his name? Salido. Uh, Jorge Jorge Soler, I believe. Salido. No, it's Soler. Um, yes, Jorge Soler in the third inning, he hit a bomb out of the stadium, and yeah. I mean it was out of the stadium, and that scored three runs, so that put them up three to nothing. Um, and then in the uh, in the fifth inning, the um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it was the sixth inning that they scored again. Yes, in the sixth inning, you had um, Dansby Swanson hit a home run to the left, a 411 foot home run, which scored two, so that put them up five to nothing. Um, that Solaire home run went 446. Wow. Um, then. In the top of the fifth, with two outs, Freddie Freeman doubled deep to left, and Solaire scored. Then that took us all the way until the top of the seventh, where Freddie Freeman hit a home run, 416 feet. And that took us to the end of the game, and the Braves end up winning the World Series 4-2. Absolutely Amazing. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, that whole organization, especially Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman deserved that every bit of that championship. You think he retired since he got it? No, he still wants to be in Atlanta. Good. Um, he even said it. So, it was awesome to watch. You could see it when there was um, three outs. He put his mitt up to his face, and he was smiling when there were two outs. 
you, you could see it. He was trying yeah. to hold it back. And the final play was just a ground ball to Swan- Dansby Swanson at the short, and he threw it over to Freeman, and Freeman dropped to his knees and threw his hands up in the air out of just pure excitement. Uh, Jorge, Jorge, Jorge Soler ends up winning the uh, World Series MVP. Makes sense. He hit that bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Max Freed, the pitcher. Amazing job by him to go six scoreless innings. Um, every time that the Braves have gone to the World Series, there's been one pitcher to do that, and only one. And so it, the last two were 95, and um, this year, obviously, I just know Max Reed. I don't remember who the pitcher from 95 was. But still, that you know, congratulations to them. Atlanta deserves it. They should have been NFL champions as well, but they were not because of Tom fucking Brady. Asshole. So, you know, they deserve every bit of that, you know. Um, it was awesome to watch. I was ecstatic, you know, uh, especially hating the Astros as much as everyone mm-hmm. mostly does. Um, it was it was just cool to see. Yeah. And a little fun fact, Dusty Baker took over the um, that job in Houston, right? He has now lost the World Series twice. In which, 2002 with the Giants. You want to know who he had on his team? Who? Barry Bonds. Huh. And there was another one on there. Um, another big name that I can't think of. And this year, he loses the World Series with a very talented roster as well. Yeah, he did. So, you know, just that man, he was criticized after that 2002 for bad managerial decisions. I see why. When he gets to the World Series, he can put a game on, but he cannot finish it. No. So. I mean, I'm kind of glad, though, because I hate Houston. <clears throat> to me, I thought the Red Sox were going to win, but I guess they were just a little bit overrated. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be the Dodgers. I even think we, me and Donovan, touched back. Actually, you know what? We're going to check that out because we did touch on this. What the, um, good thing I keep a record, huh? Um. um we did a whole MLB preview episode. Here we go. The World Series, I had the Red Sox versus the Braves. I think. Or was that Donovan? That might have been Donovan. No, Donovan had the Red Sox Braves and he had the Braves winning. Oh, wow. So he was right. Wow. Um, except he had his ALCS right, or his NL right, except he had the Cardinals and the Padres in there. It was instead the. Um, the Brewers and the Cardinals, so he only missed one there, and then his everything else was right. In the AL, he had the Sox, Twins, Yankees, A's, and Sox, Yankees in the championship series. So, I mean, no one no one expected the the Astros to come out like that. Um, I ended up mine was the Rays versus the Padres and the Rays in six. So, as you can see, you know, both of us were kind of off. I got to tell him that he was right on that. Good job, Donovan, predicting the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series. Actually, that's impressive. And that was done in, I don't even remember. I, I don't even know. Um, Good job, Donovan. But, yeah, so I'm, I'll have to, you know, I'm going to call him right now. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Talk about something. I don't know. Let's just hope the Browns can win this week. Right. Because we're in deep shit if we don't win. I'm just hoping we can do it, man. It's the biggest thing. But, I mean, it is against Cincinnati, so I think we got a pretty fair chance because we lost to the Jets. I but think we do. they could be a little pissed off. They could be. And come out throwing 427 yards on us and three touchdowns from Burrow. So, he did, he did it last year. He did the 400 yards on Cleveland. But not right. the touchdowns. Who knows? Donovan, answer the phone. Come on. They ain't going to answer. He's too busy down to college with the legs. Nope. <laughs> I, I just texted and said, important. Um, so, hopefully I'll get his answer here in a minute. Um, anyway, let's, let's move on to our draft. It's a good one this week, too. So, I believe that I won the draft that last time, if I'm being completely honest. I'm not going back to Twitter to look, but I think I did. You did. So, this week's draft is going to be best college football mascots. Um, let me just put out our names. J, K, fine. 
Okay, eight picks. So you get the first pick. I think I know who you're going to take. What do you think? Brutus. Nope. No? Okay. Not taking him. Who are you taking? Who am I going to take? Yep. It's going to piss you off, though. <laughs> you better not take Big Al. I'm taking Big Al. And I'm taking Brutus. <laughs> That's fine. Wow, we actually swapped on something. I had to. I don't know. It's just like... Even, like, when... I don't know. I just, I've always liked him. Even though I hate him, I just... I love his... You know, his costume is pretty cool. I, I just like it. Yep. Normally, Donovan would have done the right way and let me hit the gal, but no. Yeah, I had to take that. You're up again. I'm up again? Because I took Brutus. I'm going with the Gator down gator. in Florida. With the chomp. Makes sense. Um... I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to take uh, Mike the Tiger out of LSU. That's a real good one, too. My next one, I'm going to take the USC Trojans. Makes sense. Love that one. Just the way he enters the field is just awesome. I'm going to take the Sooner Schooner from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, when he comes out on the pool. Uh, no, he comes out on the... Um, the wagon with the... The wagon. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Oregon Ducks. The Oregon Ducks? Yeah, I like the duck. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay, Oregon Ducks for you. I'm going to take Pistol Pete. Oklahoma State. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to go Big Ten here and take Michigan State. Take the Spartan. Sparty? Sparty. Um, I'm going to take Notre Dame's Leprechaun. That's a pretty good one. I'm going to say Georgia and the Bulldog. Good. All right, so here's Donovan. Hey, we should have him to say who, who you think has the best. Yeah. All right. Hey, Donovan, you're on the podcast. I am? Yes. Say hi to the listeners. Hi, listeners. All right, so real quick, we were just recapping the Braves, you know, winning the World Series. You remember back when we did our season predictions? Yeah. You know what your World Series pick was? Was it the Braves? You picked... And I quote, you did the White Sox versus the Braves. And the Braves in six. Oh, look at me. I told you, dude. So, you were pretty damn close. The only one that you missed in the NL was the Padres. Instead yeah, of, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, you... <laughs> that was your only missed cue in that one. In the AL, you were kind of all screwed. You had the... Or maybe that was the Red Sox. No, yeah, that was the Red Sox. Never mind. You had Red Sox versus the Braves. Because you had Red Sox, Twins, Yankees, and A's, and then the Sox, Yanks, and the championship, and then the Yanks and the Braves. Or the, the Sox and the Braves. It's all right. Mine was the Raves and the Padres, so. And I also took Rays in six, so. Hey, I did get the correct champion. That's all that matters. Exactly. I just want to call and let you know about that. So oh, I am surprised. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I did too, and I remember we did the recap. Oh, real quick. We're doing the best college football mascots draft. Who's your... <laughs> this asshole fucking took Big Al. <laughs> wow. All right. I, I I don't know a mascot more iconic than Brutus. Exactly. Well, I got Brutus, so... Um, I don't know one more iconic. It was the first headgear pit. Exactly. Who? If you had to choose... Right now we got Brutus, Mike the Tiger, the Sooner Schooner, the Pistol Pete, uh, Notre Dame Leprechaun, Big Al, Florida Gator, USC Trojan, Oregon Duck, Sparty, and Georgia Bulldog. Think of another college. What's your next best one? God, there's a lot of ones. Um, well, I mean, I have one for the memes. It's 
it's the Purdue mascot because that thing looks like it's going to touch you in your sleep. Yep, I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, well, go back to uh, FaceTime and you know who. And as soon as I'm done here, I'll be on Chell if you want to join on. So. All right, sounds good. I'll shoot you a text, and then I'll uh, finish playing Jeopardy later. I can't do it right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, all right, go enjoy. Okay. See you, bye. Thank you. Yep, bye. All right, so that was Donovan, guest appearance. So anyway, with my pick, I am going to take the Delta State Fighting Okra. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Who is that? I will pull up a picture in a second. I <laughs> tell Gad to not hear it. Delta State Fighting Okra. Well, I'm going to take the Clemson Tiger. What? I like It's orange. You know I like orange. Yeah, you're right. Fighting. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I'm taking it. It's ugly. That is ugly. But it's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious, but it's ugly. Like... <laughs> All right, um... You're going to take that? I'm going to take the Arizona State Sun Devil. Yeah, you can have him. He's lonely angler. Anyway, with your last pick? My last pick? I mean, we could probably do 10 if you want to do 10. Let's do that. Second Wake Forest and the Demon. Damn it. <laughs> it, was, it was bent on my head for a little while. You took one, two... Three, four of mine. Dick. Alright. With my eighth pick, I'm going to take the Dartmouth College Keggy the Keg. Okay. Yeah. I think... I don't know about this one. This one's a little... I think I'm going to take Auburn. Uh, I like Auburn because I like when they beat Alabama. You know, I don't say that about Michigan. <laughs> well, Michigan can't beat Ohio State, so I it's don't like right. to see them beat Ohio State. I like Ohio State trouncing yeah. on them. Um, it's always fun, though. Shoot, I gotta think of two off the top of my head. Um, you know, I think I gotta go here. I'm gonna go Cincinnati Bearcat. I like that Bearcat. Yeah, that's a good one. You got one more. I'm going with BYU. Uh, Brigham Young University? Yes. You know why? Why? Because the way he did that one dance with the cheerleaders a couple years ago. I dance, need to I, get laid. It's, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he did a phenomenal job. Um, Yeah, he did. I'm going to go with Scrody the Scrotum. No. Um, <laughs> does high school mascots count? No. It, we, if... If I did high school mascots, I'd be taking the Silicon Valley Mighty Arabs. You want to know a good uh, one I'll take right now? What? Our iconic mascot. What? Your dog and my dog for the for you know for football. Dress them up in kernels. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I think with my last pick here. Oh, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god. Um, if I had to pick, I'd go Kent State Golden Flashes. I'm going to pick them because they're original. The Youngstown yeah. State Penguins. That's a good one. Yeah. I like Kent State, though. The Golden Flash. So I had a couple honorable mentions. I had Kent State, Bowling Green Falcons, the Buffalo Bulls, um, Coastal Carolina, the. Um, North Texas Mean Green, and then the UTSA. I had Duke, the Zips, the Badger, North Dakota States, Mississippi State. That's Keggy the Keg. <laughs> and my last one would have been, oh, what's that team's name? They're out, they're out of the pack flow. Washington. Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Arizona, Arizona State, Stanford. Stanford. The Cardinal. Yep. The tree. Yes. That thing's ugly. Anyway. But it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that being said, 
that completes our episode. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the Ohio Fighting Colonels Flag Football League for being a sponsor. Um, you know, it's been a good ride. Um, we'll give a give a quick shout out. The the Fighting Colonels end up being the defenders in that championship game. Um, in fact, me and Kurt are the head coaches of that team, the Colonels. So we end up winning twenty four or twenty one eighteen. Um, actually, it was a <laughs> that last ten seconds was <laughs> nerve wracking. You know, though the they, way they the way that they moseyed on back to the ball and they could not get that ball off, and they did not. Stand it just it was nice to win it on my alumni high school field where I got to play. It was. It was nice to play it on Garfield Heights High School Stadium. Thank you for Garfield Heights for Thanks, letting us Dale. do that. Um, not that they listen, but give them a <laughs> shout out anyway. Imagine if he did. Um, but with that being said, probably wouldn't our, I have cared. That's our episode for the week. Um, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. And like I said, sorry about that absence. We're going to do better. Um, I know our schedules are a little better now. So yes. we will probably meet every Wednesday from now on. Um and go from there, and we—who knows? We might even have a dual episode one week with. Uh, What's that real? Well, we'll try to get that, and then I'm saying a, a, a double header with, like me and you record one day, and then uh, later in the week me and Donovan record. You and Donovan do it for the reunion. It's fine. Oh yeah, you know what's gonna go on? Beer. I'll probably be here watching, but I'm just not gonna say no. I'm probably just <laughs> gonna sit there and just laugh at you. Idiots hey, you can you can see how we debate. Yeah. Uh, well, with that being said, you can find us on Twitter at Real Mistakes Pod. Uh, me and Donovan still do run that, so you know if you have any anything you want to tweet out, any questions you want to have answered on the show, whatever, um, tweet us out, private message us. Um, you can find Kurt nowhere because <laughs> um, if I give out your socials, I'm gonna tell him to send you dick pics. Um, <laughs> so, yep. Um, you can find. Us on Twitter. Um, we also are on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Pandora, I think, still. Google Podcasts should still be out there. Uh, we're all over the place. So, you know, just give us a listen, give us a follow, share with your friends. Um, and as I always like to say, normally Donovan finishes this one off, but if you got any, if you, you have friends, share us. If you don't have any friends, go fucking find some friends. Quit being a lazy motherfucker. Um, if you like us, keep listening, share the podcast. If you don't like us, go fuck yourself. Uh, with that being said, thank you for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful week. And not to mention, stay stupid, my friends.